Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan. And this week, we are going to talk about should you get those shoes? Join myself and my beautiful sisters, Sarah, Whitney, Catherine. Kathleen is missing this week as she is enjoying herself skiing in Colorado. So we're talking about the question of should you get shoes? Have any of you ever been in that situation where you go shopping and you're just trying to decide, should you get the shoes? Should you not get the shoes? Should you get the dress? Should you get whatever? So we're going to talk about money mindset and we're going to talk about actually manifestation. So I want to open this with you know, I would love for my sister to share with you their thoughts on, you know, can we afford those shoes? Can we not afford those shoes? If we get those shoes, is that putting us deeper into a debt? And I would challenge everyone to visualize those shoes. If you really desire to have a pair of shoes on your feet, start visualizing the shoes on your feet. You walking in them and feeling great. You're feeling absolutely fabulous. Happiness just vibrating within your very being. And then see if the universe won't put together all the steps needed for those shoes to be gotten on your feet. I know that's incorrect grammar, but who wants to go first today just to lead in this discussion and talk about money, shoes, and should we get those shoes? Well, I'll step right into it. I'll step right into those shoes, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love my puns. Yeah, like I would say there's always a way to your question, Claudette, your opening. There's always a way to get those shoes, right? I'm more of a yes person and I've always... I feel like I've had, I haven't really had much in the way of limiting beliefs when it comes to like money mindset and when, you know, buying, I don't think I'm an overindulger at all. I don't even like love to shop, honestly. Like I like some of the apps like Gilt and Rue La La where you can get some really nice designer stuff, but it's still discounted. I don't know if you ladies ever shop there, but it's a great little app. And so I usually say yes to the shoes there because they're discounted. So I like warrant it in my mind and they're super, super cute. And so that's such a great win-win for me, right? When you love it and there's a good deal. So, you know, I think that, you know, and, and I have a business in dealing with, you know, budgeting and things like that. And so you have to be smart about, spending, right? Because obviously there needs to be a balance of being smart about the budget and saving for 
your future and being able to accomplish the things that you want in your future that really matter. But also uh, there is value and more of a subconscious level in splurging on yourself from time to time and saying yes for yourself and whatever that means, right? Like, you know, whatever means a lot to us individually, but, you know, for me, I do say yes to myself if I really want something. And I know that it's not something too totally, we can't be too totally outrageous that, you know, you go take a, a crazy loan or spend a bunch of money that is going to be detrimental. But there is a way of doing little things and rewarding yourself and showing yourself self-love. And, you know, also it's okay to have a really short-term goal that, you know, maybe you want to buy those shoes and, you know, maybe you have to, you know, put some money away, a couple, 20 bucks or, you know, whatever, a week for a month or two and just put a little goal to the side, throw it in an envelope and save up for half or the full thing and, and reward yourself with the shoes. But, you know, if you want to be that particular about, you know, you could put a little strategy together to go and validate that purchase if you feel, or like I remember when I hit a big goal for me in one of my businesses years ago, I was eyeballing a Louis Vuitton bag for many, many years. And I didn't stop loving it. I didn't stop wanting it for many, many years. So I said to myself, you know, when I hit this specific goal for my business, I'm going to go buy that bag for myself. And I did that. And it was, it, you know, I knew that it wasn't just sort of a, like a quick impulse purchase, right? Because I think when they're super impulsive, it can also, sometimes you got to like let it sit in depending on the size of the purchase. Might be, you might be trying to fulfill some void or something and you don't want to be doing that with the wrong type of thing ever with anything, whether it's shoes or bags or, or whatever. So, but it sat in me for many years, you know, I, I was eyeballing that bag. I was envisioning that bag. Like you were saying, I saw myself strolling through the airport in that bag and strutting my stuff a little with my Louis Vuitton that I worked very hard for. And for many years, I wanted it. And I said, okay, I've met this goal and I'm going to do it. So my point is say yes to yourself, but also be strategic right? That it's going to propel you in some way, even if it is just a, a subconscious propelling or if it's, you know, a, a real tangible strut my stuff down the street with my Louie type of, uh, of goal. So. so, so what I take from there is just to sum it up, it, as a financial person, you're just telling everyone to put a little bit of money aside every month and then you can reward yourself. I agree with that because if we don't do that, I have what's called a reward leg in my financial diagram. And I can do anything with that money. I could just throw it in the street. It doesn't matter. There is no guilt, shame, or condemnation for spending on whatever I, I desire. Um, and so I think that's wise, wise, because if you don't do that, you end up undermining yourself 
and going, well, I never get anything. I deserve this. And then you can overindulge, right? So it sounds to me like you're sharing with everyone, Catherine, that you need that balance, right? Yes. Thank you. I think it's it's definitely about balance. I think it starts with a vision going back to your question at the beginning, Claudette. What's your vision, right, for your finances and whether or not you should get something? It may be about timing, right? And you ask the question about going into debt for something. So it may be about timing. It may be about saving I'm pretty much a believer that if there's something that you want, you should have it. The question is, how do you go about getting it? How do you go about bringing it into your life? And you're talking about manifestation and and visualizing what it is you want, having it, feeling it. How do you feel when you have it? Visualize yourself in it, whether it's shoes or a handbag or you know, a new hairdo or whatever to actually visualize yourself with what it is you want and what do you feel like when you have it. So that that part for me isn't easy. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a no brainer. Yes, if I want something, but then it becomes how do you go about doing it and what is the trade off? You know, in the moment for having something. And so it may be that the bigger vision and the focus is on like there's a dream car. My dream car is waiting for me. I've been visualizing this sucker for a while. The color and know what it feels like to sit in it, to drive it, all of that. I could go and put myself in a tremendous amount of debt in order to do that. There are some other things that while this is a big picture goal of mine, there's some other things that are of higher priority in the moment that ultimately will lead to getting the car that I want in a way that is more financially, I'll say smart or a better steward of my finances, right? So it just sometimes I think it's just a matter of trade-offs in the short term, because you're looking at your priorities and the vision for how you spend your your financial resources, how you spend your energy in the short term as opposed to the long term. And we're very programmed. You know, I could talk about this at length because this is an area of work that I've had for like 15 years now. And, you know, we're programmed and often we take on like, beliefs from our parents or other influential people in our lives at a very young age, particularly about this area. And I, it was interesting because I kind of had a mix. Like my dad is as frugal as it gets and really like lives in scarcity mode. Just, you know, like his philosophy, like one of the things I heard growing up was, do you need that or do you want that? Right. Like, do you need it or do you want it, Catherine? I mean, I can still hear his voice as like a young kid, you know, because I wanted everything (laughs) in the store. And my mom, you know, she was not like that. She was on the other side and and was helpful to me, you know, financially growing up and really contributed in that area. 
And so I kind of had this mixed philosophy. And I think because of the experience with my dad, it made me really sort of, I was a rebel child, little rebel child too. So like, it was always opposite of what my parents, <laughs> so I was like, I really wanted to like be, you know, not care. I remember even a young kid, like, I don't know, just thinking like having bigger dreams and like money, like no object type of thinking, you know, like I, that money tree was in the backyard or whatever. So <laughs> it was interesting. And, but we are programmed by our parents and, so, you know, having that temperature gauge of kind of looking at that, how were your parents growing up, right? And we will often live from that place unless we get conscious about it. So that's something I would encourage, urge, encourage, whatever. I like encourage better. You know, you kind of look, think about that a little, maybe journal about that. And then, you know, how can... You take some of those lessons, but also create your own, because I do believe that, you know, like from a money mindset, it is limitless. And whatever you're kind of envisioning you want, it all starts with that desire. And there's always ways to like go and get it. Even like Whitney with that car, like right now, you know, interest rates are super low. You can get zero interest rates for like a couple years. And that's like free money right now. Right. So a payment plan, essentially. So they're like, you know, it starts with the vision and then often the how will show up, right? You might be just walking in one day and they make you an offer you can't refuse and you're not even expecting it. So being open to say yes, when that shoe or that car or whatever presents that how that just, you know, of what you've been desiring when that how presents itself, be open to saying yes in those moments. When I love that you say it's about the how, because honestly, isn't it always about the who or the how? I mean, the reality is we are limitless. And I love that you said that, Catherine. That's just such a powerful word. And and I love that you also said, you know, childlike, you wanted everything. I mean, if we're really trying to change, ladies, (laughs) (laughs) if we're really looking to get back to our childlike selves, our innocent and our curious and playful selves, you know, then maybe we do work on focusing more on what we want and how it'll feel. So I mean, I don't know why, but putting on that dang pair of shoes that lifts me up a couple of inches gets my sass going. And you so just like a new personality, right? Like you put on a pair of shoes and it's like oh, you turn yeah. into yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it totally does. I mean, you know, for me it might be the shoes, for someone else it might be a car, for someone else it might be a handbag, but I really don't believe it's ever about should right? We're shooting all over the fact that should we get the shoes? Should we not get the shoes? Well, we just shoot all over it when we actually could change a little bit and say, well, absolutely. Yes. It's just about how and who, and to Whitney's point, when sometimes the timing just hasn't lined up yet. And I think that my money mindset's very powerful. You know, I, have my own set of thoughts around money mindset. And if you're not aware of what your money mindset is, start paying attention to how you feel when you pay your bills. 
start paying attention to how you feel when you pay the grocery bill or when you actually do go shopping for other people and how are you limiting yourself or are you setting too strict a boundaries or what story are you telling yourself in your head is, oh man, I really don't want to have to pay these bills or, oh man, this bill's so much money or when am I ever going to be done paying this bill? You know, the, maybe you're talking about your mortgage. And if that's your mindset, then you have some work to do. And I think most of us have work to do. There's very few of us in this world that don't have work to do around money mindset. And again, I think one of the best ways that you can reset your money mindset is create a story. I've talked about that a couple of times is rewrite your money story and tell yourself what it's going to feel like. And, and then when it happens, those little times that it does happen and you get those shoes dance and, oh, I love that. Shoes I love and, that. and feel sassy and feel sexy, enjoy it. it. Definitely. I think you encourage the universe to give you more of what you've gotten when you celebrate it and when you acknowledge how special and good it makes you feel. So then we're going back to being in living in the moment, right? Being in that moment. So maybe you can't afford the Louis Vuittons yet, right? Yet. But go ahead and try them on. Walk around the store. Get a good feel for how you're going to feel in those shoes. And then like Catherine said, maybe it's just about making a plan, a how. Or maybe it's about when, when the timing is right. Or maybe it's about who can you get in your corner to get the money it would take to make that dream happen. And I would say, I, I agree with all of that. The only thing I would say is we are learning to be very conscious with our language to say not afford the shoes now, right? Because all of the things you said were not about affording the shoes. They were about decision-making and choices of timing and mm -hmm who and how and all of that. So that staying in alignment with manifestation language and conscious language, not to say I can't afford this. I'm, you're making choices in the moment about what you're doing with your resources. And at the moment, maybe paying your house note, <laughs> the electric bill or whatever is the higher priority. And so that's how you're choosing to spend your money. And that's appropriate if that's the choice you make. So what do we say? When I'm ready to afford it? When I'm ready to make the purchase. Yes. Right? That's a better way to say it. Absolutely. Thank okay. you. I love um, the shift in that. Sarah, you had me thinking, like, as you were talking, like, how changing the story is so powerful. I love that you brought that up. And we have stories about everything from <laughs> my money mindset to you know, our relationships, career, our physical health, right? We have stories about all of it. So that's such a great, I love that you said that because I have a story, like I went through some mail today and I tend to have those stupid speeding tickets that like when you're driving and the cameras are hidden and 
I don't know. I seem to usually miss the first notice sometimes. So they have like these crazy fees and, you know, I get like frustrated with myself and then I'm like, you know, well, I'm grateful. I get to drive a car and afford to pay this and I get to contribute to the highways getting fixed in some way. Right. So it really is about, you know, grateful <laughs> that I can afford, you know, even those little things that, you know, there is a story that can be shifted like in that moment because it really helps with the negative talk to even make it kind of silly and funny. Like, all right, I'm grateful to be able to be writing or swiping this card or writing this check out and it's contributing in some way and to something. <laughs> so that's awesome. I love the way just going in on what Catherine said about what you said, Sarah, I love the way you went, we're, you know, we're shooting all over ourselves and the story actually translates into a state of being. So everything comes from our state of being, right? And so when you put those shoes on and you begin to feel fabulous, then what happens is your energy shifts to fabulous, sassy, whatever it causes you to feel, and you pull all of that into you. And so I think this is amazing. So I would follow up and say, reward yourself. And But the first way to reward yourself is to visualize and step into the feeling of what it is like to drive your car, Whitney. What is it like to actually feel the steering wheel? What is it like to take that deep breath and know that this thing came to you and there is no distress financial, there's not even a worry or a thought about it. The universe and your higher self and the divine guidance figured it all out for you and guided you in how to do that and just be in that state of being and how it feels to go down the road in that car and be in that car and in the how takes care of itself if you go to the end to the wish fulfilled you receive the guidance on the how and then I would say follow those little nudges and all of that little guidance and I've had people this is going into I'm actually launching a money membership for a it's a year training on stepping out of lack into abundance in all areas. And so this is just so on point, but watching the how follow the guidance, even the little nudges, when you feel like you should get up and do something, or you, you should make that call, or you should run this ad, or you should do this or that. Don't ignore those hunches because what's happening is the desire that rises in your heart is divinity. It's creation seeking to be made known in the earth realm. So a lot of people would go, well, Claudette, it's just a pair of shoes. That's so trivial. We are here to learn how to become creators. Nothing is trivial, actually. And in the more you can practice this and master it, that's why you're here. Everybody's like, what's my purpose? This is it. And so I say, reward yourself with the shoes. In the moment, if your desire is to buy a $2,000 pair of shoes and your bank account isn't in alignment with that, then take a picture of those shoes and then visualize those shoes on your feet, strut around like Sarah said, all sassy and beautiful in your mind. And then ask, you know, creation in your higher self to play that out so that that comes to pass. 
in, in a way that your finances are balanced. I think that's the thing. We always constrict ourselves, right? We always think from a place of lack. And, you know, Sarah said it. She said, there's no really no reason to be in that place of lack. It's just a matter of creating it. So everything is yours, create it. There is no lack of abundance. Abundance is everywhere. We have abundance of poverty and abundance of wealth, right? We have both. I mean, what are we you, choosing? So what do you choose? Love right. That. What do yeah. you choose? So, so for me, should you get those shoes? Hell yes, you should get those <laughs> shoes. Put them on your feet for imagination and be in the wish fulfilled, the end vision of it and watch how it happens. I have a quick story. There was a lady that she was testing this and she just saw a hat and she's like, well, I don't need a hat, but okay, I'm going to test to see if this works. And so she visualized the hat on her. She was like, I'm wondering if I can get this hat. It's kind of cool. And she went to lunch like she only did it once. It was very, she was like, okay, I can see myself in the hat. Went to lunch two days later and a friend of hers was wearing that hat. And she was like, I love your hat. I just saw it and I was visualizing myself in it. And that's all she said. She didn't say, give me your hat. Well, her friend the next day gave her that hat. And she said, I didn't like the way it looked at me, but I thought it would look better on you. That is how divine intelligence handles things a lot of times. So don't restrict the how, follow the guidance for the how and see the wish be fulfilled. So does anyone have any closing thoughts on that? Yeah, I would just say to really think about what are you creating? Like first, before you even go there, what do you desire when you close your eyes and you dream? What do you desire the most? You know, and it's exactly what Claudette uh, was talking about. And what are you creating? Are you, is your path guiding you? Like, do you feel aligned with what you desire most? And it, it's different for everybody, right? We're all individuals and we all have our own individual desires and dreams. And so just, you know, and what does sort of financial independence or life on your terms financially look for you personally and is your path sort of are you feeling aligned with that I love that I love that I would say remain curious yes remain childlike remain whimsical I love that word um and and allow yourself to desire things. It's okay. Yes. You know, Catherine, I think your dad might have set a tone if that was me hearing that message that was I really okay for desiring something that I didn't need, right? You know, that might have, and I, I've heard it before, right? You, you don't mm-hmm. really need that, right? Mm-hmm. So you need it or want it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but just. What's the difference? It could be both. <laughs> yeah. I think the more that we um, stay in the moment and enjoy the feeling of desire, because desire feels good and wanting feels good. And so taking that and really recognizing that experience and not being so stiff or so rigid and rules you know, letting the rules overtake. I'm not saying be irresponsible. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what we've said this whole show. But 
I think we forget to be playful. I love that. I agree. I agree. Love that you mentioned to release some of the rules. Yes. Whitney, any closing comments before we? No, I thought Sarah tied that up with a nice bow. Oh, I love it. So your desire is tied up with a beautiful bow in a gorgeous package. Visualize yourself with it. If the thoughts come up, as I think Catherine mentioned, you know, pay attention when you're paying the bills. I think that was Catherine. You know, pay attention when you're paying the bills, what comes up. Are you in lack or abundance? And it's a good time when you get triggered to just seek truth about that within your soul and ask about what you believe and what the truth is. And so, you know what? We are in a universe of abundance. We can be abundantly wealthy or abundantly poor, but abundance is everywhere. So I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. Choose abundantly wealthy in every way of your life. And it is our desire that you step into your power in love and happiness, like that child that Sarah talked about. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Bye. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.